today I'm here with Holly Ferguson. You're, are you the deputy manager? I am the deputy, yeah. The deputy manager at, at Devonshire. Devonshire Lodge. How long have you been there now? I have been there now for as a deputy for a year. Actually coming up tomorrow will be a year. Oh. Yes. So when you came, was it under the premise that you would be moving up the ranks quite quick? Uh, so yeah, so I did actually uh, come for interview for project manager, but I had no experience in uh, working with people with autism, learned disabilities, mental health. I mainly, my main background was dementia, elderly care. So, and I'd done that for seven years. Mm-hmm. So I, was, I sort of braved it a little bit. I thought, okay. <laughs> You know, it's a change, especially I think through COVID as well. Um, that was obviously a horrible time to work in um, in an elderly setting. Yeah. Um, and obviously we lost quite a lot of residents and I thought, it, it affected me sort of like mentally like and emotionally, I was just sort of drained all the time. So I thought I need something different. Mm. And again, when mum was working here, she was obviously praising Magic Life and how, how great it is and everything else. So I thought, okay, let me go for it. So your mum worked for us. Yes. Then you started with us. Yes. And then your sister has also joined. Yes. So it's a bit of a family affair. It is. Your mum's left though now, right? Yes, mum's yeah. left now, yeah. Has she gone to a different supported living home? No, I think that, I don't know, I think she's going to probably stay uh, a bit focused on like one-to-one. Mm-hmm. One-to-one, so yeah. So she hasn't, no, not yet. I think she's enjoying a bit of freedom at the moment. Mm-hmm. Have, has your family always been involved in that type of work? So mum has. So yeah. so basically we had, um, when I was younger, so we grew up in a big family. So there's, there's six of us all together. So, and I'm the second oldest and I'm the girl and there's an older brother. So obviously I'm more of that, the brother, you know, does what he wants, whatever else, but I'm more of the, the loving, caring sort of type. Oh, let me look after all the little ones, you know? Mm. And um, <clears throat> it must've been about when I was about, 14, 15, around that age. Mum used to look after um, some elderly neighbours and just do their shopping, take them up the market. And then sort of, then I started doing it. And I loved it. And we had two neighbours. Unfortunately, they're not like with us now. Um, but yeah, every so every Thursday, we'd go on the bus, we'd go up the market, get their pension, go to the calf, you know, do the usual routine. And it was amazing. And then my sister done it, and then my other sister done it. So we, it is sort of like a big, we're, we're a very caring family. So I think it's just always us giving back to to others is always. Have you ever done doing. any type of different work other than? No. Always this type of work? No. No, I, I I was going to. So there was one time. So I was in uh, I was in my previous previous home, my first home, for five and a half years. In my first care home, I started, I think when I was about nineteen, and times got tough, you know, and especially twelve hour shifts. It's long shifts, and you know, and then the staff shortage and people cancelling and working with people that don't really know sort of what they're doing and so on. So um, there was times where I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get an old job. Yeah. I'm just literally just gonna go work at Asda, work in Tesco's, stack the shelves or whatever else. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, I just can't, I just couldn't see myself doing it. Mm. I wouldn't be able to, I, I'm not that, I'm not that person. I'm a people person. Yeah. So I've got to be around people giving my love, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, caring for them. I can't, stacking shelves is just not my thing. So I just, 
continued at it and but again it's been like I'm not gonna lie it's been times where I have second thought it again and it's not like it's always been perfect but yeah I still think to myself I think any job has its ups and downs doesn't it yeah 100% I mean you can love it one minute and then hate it the other yeah you sound like you're quite a passionate person yeah. so that. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I hate it yeah but it's 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 more it's more thinking of me my mental state if that makes sense because it does strain you and especially like obviously with the elderly it's completely different to supporting young people so with elderly it is more um you you build a bond with them you build a relationship with them but that's their last door you know until that door closes yeah where and it's really upsetting because you do you know you are supporting them until until they they pass and obviously giving them that dignity and that that respect and everything to that and you know the compassion the love and for the families as well you're supporting the families not only them um it's really really hard and it takes its toll on you especially once you lose one person and then you lose another and after a while you it's you know it's not very nice but then with young people it's more you're promoting their life so what is harder is is uh, working with people with um, learning disabilities or autism or whatever it may well be is that harder uh, to work with those type of people than uh, elderly people it's more challenging because obviously with elderly people it's it's slightly it's slightly different because they haven't got the autism or the learning disabilities they may have dementia so that may affect them um, in many you know various different ways um, but with like learning disability and autism everybody again with the elderly you're you're all individual you're you're all your unique person but with autism and learning disabilities it's difficult because you know some some may be nonverbal um, you know some may be very young so they're not really had you're not really got a, a chance to sort of know what they like what they dislike and and what things do you know what i mean and then yeah. but with elderly they've already lived their life so mm-hmm. you've got this whole plan of everything that they've already done mm-hmm. so you know their likes their dislikes their families you know everything but with younger people i think it's it's different because they're still learning yeah they're still growing and it's difficult to try and figure out what's next if that makes sense yeah have a little path for them if you like yeah yeah i mean i suppose the problem is sometimes i think do we project our own aspirations onto that person and uh and when we we say oh maybe they'd like to do that or do this is that something that we're projecting on them or is that you pick it up from them you get an idea i think that might be half and half yeah I do think it might be hard enough because you you sort of like you you never really know, and you'd think well okay so I know this person I've been supporting this person now for a long time I know what they like and it's like well if I was them would I like doing this and it's sort of thing even though you're thinking would you like doing it but then you're thinking as if you were them if that mm. makes sense so. It's definitely half and half. You are you are finding things that I think that you would feel like you would enjoy, but also they would enjoy. Hmm. I suppose the other way to look at it is that you're giving them the opportunity of a new experience, and yeah. if they like it, 
they like 100%. it. If they don't, well, you know, they don't. And yeah. then you can then go on to the next thing. But it's given them that opportunity mm-hmm. to try. But even ever since, obviously, I joined my July, especially working with Pav, um, I've learned so much from him. Yeah. Okay. And he is amazing. He's brilliant. And the one thing that obviously always gets me is how how much of a positive risk taker he is. And he completely promotes positive risk. And now I'm a bit, I think I'm a bit OTT now. <laughs> so like, you know, the other day we took um, OB to um, to Milton Keynes to snowboarding. Yeah. So we went indoor snowboarding. Yeah, so that was absolutely amazing. But we don't know if, all of, uh, if he would like that or not, yeah. you know? So that was just a trial and error, but he's, he's an adrenaline junkie. He loves, but the thing that I was a bit afraid of was possibly the cold. How would he react in the cold? Well, yeah. we're not going to know until we get there. And the thing is, it's one of those that if he doesn't like it, then we can just turn around and go back in the car and go home, yeah. you know? But if he does like it, that's amazing. That's something that obviously we can continue as a routine for him. And again, if it's something that he doesn't like, then we know never to, never again to do that. Or and um, then after that I thought okay so he had a great day and then I was like why don't we just go to um, Milton Keynes Lake they've got a lovely lake there Yeah. I was like why don't we just go on the pedal boats and it's like Holly you're pushing it a little bit like you're pushing it yeah. and it's like I'm glad I did because he absolutely loved it Yeah. and we rode around on the Milton Keynes Lake ran on the pedal boats and it was brilliant but it could have gone two ways mm-hmm. it could have gone let's go home after snowing after sledging because you don't know how he's going to react or it was okay he's had fun at sledging now let's go home and it's like well now we're out <laughs> why don't we try something something else and it worked it, it played out it how played does it out. make you feel when you take that chance and it works out i mean what was his reaction to the snowboarding he loved it at first it was it was oh bless him at first because he he didn't really know that there was like a little thing that you got to sit on like a little board and um at first he started running down <laughs> instead of sitting on it right and then after he got the hang of it he sort of he really started to enjoy it and you could see on his face like this is a completely new experience and it, it just it felt great you know yeah. you, you're not only he's having fun but you're also having fun seeing him have fun and that just that just fills you up it just fills you with joy it's amazing and even with the pedal boats like he he loves water anyway mm-hmm. so even to go around on the pedal boats that like some people would be like you you're crazy you know the lake is literally just there like he can just tumble over yeah, he's yeah, got a life jacket he's got a life jacket yeah I of mean, course and yeah. if he goes in then I'll have to go after him so <laughs> you know yeah. but sometimes you don't know wherever he is he's gonna because yeah. he loves the water but you know the, I think seeing the joy on, on his face and the happiness obviously is all worth it at the end see that's what, what when I when I look at you guys doing that that work and mm. so what what is it it's, it's those moments that you read yeah man Look at you! You're almost yeah. getting as much joy from it than he is. You think, yeah, hundred percent. You know, yeah. like just by watching. And I think that's the best feeling as well. Is is telling like telling the staff like it's okay to have fun. Yeah. You know, it's not just about giving them. Obviously, it's about giving them the fun and everything else. But you enjoying it with them is is amazing it's it's the it's a better feeling for them as well so you're not just sort of sitting there watching them like oh yeah you're having a great time you're 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 actually in the moment with them and they feel that i feel like they feel that connection yeah and i think that's what that's what it's all about you know i've looked at a lot of the videos that you guys do 
and you know you guys submitted last month you submitted 320 yeah, photos crazy. and 51 videos yeah. you know i went that was not enough but you could produce a magazine all by yourselves i know right? i think we might start doing i was that. like that is a lot of photos yeah but the staff are great with it as well though the staff yeah. are absolutely brilliant and I, I think while we're talking as well i'll have to mention that after nearly two years of trying to get db out yeah she actually left the project yesterday with staff oh really yeah she went asda she went and done her shopping <laughs> she packed her stuff in a bag and came back today she come up to the office she pulled my arm we went to the gate obviously hide the key code yeah and then um we went around the park we walked around the whole park after two years of donetta said her name sure. going out yeah she she went out and that so, again that just that filled like even i woke up on sunday because obviously i'm on call so i woke up on sunday morning checked my phone and it was like i just see this video and i clicked on it and i can't tell you that actually made my whole day like yeah. i just looked at it and i just could not stop thinking about it like i was so excited i called pav and i was like pav you never guess what, what they've just done and i was just amazed and it is a complete great achievement for for all of them and they must have felt so amazing when they managed to get her to the shop and just to see how how calm and relaxed she was with holding the staff because she did she did quite yeah. was quite anxious and held onto the staff but but to her feel that comfortable with them and do that it was oh amazing and then even today when she took me to the gate i was like you want to go out okay let's go yeah and we just left and so she's now leading you she's she, she's she was, gone she to the gate and said, yeah. like, i want to go out she led me this morning and where did you go? Just to the park? Yeah, we walked around the whole park. And what was she doing? She was just walking, Yeah, happily. she was just walking and we were saying, we were showing her the dogs and she was saying dogs and the birds and everything. And when we sort of went to go in the park, like the actual uh, climbing frame and that, she just got a little bit anxious. So mm -hmm. I think that was more like, okay, let me walk around the park, see what's going on here. Okay, and then maybe tomorrow might be a different Definitely story does. so with her she's got her ritual she's got her routine so i think for her to walk around the park once and know that it's okay mm -hmm. maybe the next time she'll go into the park and maybe go on a swing or something but so is this something that you guys have been working sort yeah. of towards it you yeah, know gradually we've, we've tried we've tried so many different ways we've had so many different professionals um involved as well and it's just sort of she's just not engaging and for some reason yesterday she just she just really engaged with them i think it was difficult getting her, her out mm -hmm. it wasn't you know a smooth ride for them but they just persisted and they just continued with it and yeah. it worked out in the end it must be fearful for her a hundred percent yeah but the 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 worst thing is is that she goes out with her mum <laughs> right yes yeah, so so she used to go out with a mum but wouldn't go out with she support doesn't go staff. out with staff so it's so, a confidence issue, yeah maybe. and obviously even when like if her mum came on like a different day and she wasn't aware she wouldn't go out with her mum so she would literally on a friday she knows she's going home she will go get her stuff ready when her mum turns up she will leave the project go in the car that's it. Mm -hmm. Donetta, said her name again. She will then go to um, to McDonald's with her mom. She will then go shopping with her sisters and her brothers. But as soon as she comes back to Devonshire, that's it. Doesn't leave. So something in in her mind is said. This is what I do with my parents. Yeah. 
but I think I'm it was definitely um, the, the effect of COVID. Yeah. Because um, prior to COVID, obviously I wasn't there, but learning about um, her, she before COVID, she was going Zumba. She was going to the sensory room at Parkside. Mm-hmm. You know, she was doing a lot more. She was going swimming. So, and then COVID hit. She, she went home, I think, for about three months. Um, and then it all just sort of went downhill from there for her. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was the fear of going out, the fear of sort of, you know, not knowing what's, what's outside. If, it's, if she's watching the news or anything, she might be picking stuff up. But I think it's a miracle to happen just before summer as well. So yeah, fingers I think, crossed. I mean, with some, some beautiful countryside walks, I mean, yeah. we can use the car to go to countryside walks. Yeah, I mean. 100%. I just want to, yeah, and obviously... Or beach a, or wherever. Sent um, a lovely email to Michelle today for a nice swimming pool. Oh, you want a swimming pool now? So um, <laughs> she did reply and she did say, you know, we bought it for you. And I was just like... Oh, she you, bought you a swimming pool? Yeah, we love them. Yeah, oh, right, actually, okay. yeah, yeah. Because they, they love, all of them love water. Yeah. So last year we had a swimming pool, but um, it's a bit rubbish, to be honest. Yeah. It wasn't great. Um, so now... Someone's going to be kicking it up at, um, at Devonshire Lodge. Yeah, yeah, like it's everyone going to be is fun. invited. Yeah. Kind <laughs> of a pool party. Yeah, where are you going? I'm just going to go for a swim. Yeah. I'll be back later. But this is things, you know, this is what I was thinking. You know, there are, there are uh, some service users who feel quite happy to just stay in the project and never venture yeah. out. Yeah. And I always thought to myself, you know, you have this opportunity, you've got these facilities that, you know, we have the car, yeah. we have, you know, um, the facilities to do what really what we want to do, mm-hmm. you know, why not try and go out? And there's obviously, um, we're, you know, we're singing Pav's praises, but where he's sort of gone for the positive risk-taking approach is, you know, opened up the door to experiment obviously based you know i know we mm-hmm. we look at all the safeguardings and stuff like that yeah. and make um plans but to take that chance and then you think wow this job can be whatever i choose it to be yeah yeah definitely you don't have to be office bound or just sit no. there bored you know like, bored wa- sometimes watching I'm like, paint have like you know i'm i'm going out with them tomorrow or something you know it's yeah. like I want to. I want to be part of it. Like I want to. I want to. I don't want to just be the person that sits in the office and gives out instructions or complete paperwork. I also want to be involved in in the fun and the experience and just just watching them. You know, grow as as as, as adults yeah. as well. You know, because they again they're they're still relatively young, so they are learning. They are growing. And again, with I think with the we've got to thank all the support staff as well because they're absolutely amazing and especially with like promoting their independence is it's brilliant it is it's really good to see how instead of you know instead of putting someone's socks on because they take 10 minutes to put them on letting them have that 10 minutes to put them their socks on Mm-hmm. That just gives them that that boost as well to think that yeah you can do it mm-hmm. instead of the people that just go oh do you know what I can't be bothered now let's just let's just put your socks on it's yeah. not about that and mm-hmm. I think the staff that w- that we have at Devonshire promote that and it's it's amazing that that you can you see that happening and every day they learn new skills and it's yeah it's brilliant it's amazing on a personal point of view what do you I mean all the things we discussed you know watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the people we support do these achievements and try new experiences and is that the buzz that you get from it you get a lot of joy from that because i mean we mentioned before before we were recording pay is not the best in in this field 
and you know you, 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 you have to you have to love what you do you can't you can't just come into care and think okay this is and a lot of people do and you can tell them people the people that come here just to do it for an easy pay job you can tell that you need to have the the empathy you need to have the compassion you need to have passion you need to have so many different um, abilities to work with individuals especially those that have disabilities or mental health um, or autism it's you you literally you would you can single point the people out that just do it simple for a because it's an easy yeah. it's an easy job but then um, those people sort of you see that and mm-hmm. they will def they will eventually leave the organization because yeah, it's not what we want for our people and I think one thing you can't train one thing that is that is either in you or it's not is patience and you've got to have so much patience and I'm I can be the thing is is that when when you're in a shop or when you're in a queue or whatever else I don't have any patience I'm like come on you know just just go 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 but when you're with working with individuals you you tend to have a a resilience to to patience like your patience just can last forever and it's like the people that you know are not passionate or or caring they're patient they will they'll lose their patience very quickly mm-hmm. but the people that have the passion and the caring and the very caring their patience will just go on and mm-hmm. go on and go on and go on and go on until they get home yeah, <laughs> and yeah. when you get home it's like oh you know you but, out a bit. yeah yeah so if those are the attributes that are required, what do you get back in return? What do you personally get back in return? I think personally, I always say, um, just just being able to to make someone smile or make someone feel feel special or to to make them feel like they're they're equal, they're they're part of a team, and I think that just gives you just to, for example, I'll give you an example for with OB again, yeah? To when we took him to South End and we found out he loved roller coasters and there was a big massive roller coaster and I was scared. Like I, I'm scared of of roller coasters, yeah? For, for different reasons. <laughs> and um, I looked at him and he's, you could see his eyes just lit up and I was just like, do you wanna go on it? And you know that he does the tap. And I thought, okay, if he does the tap, I'm gonna to have to go on it. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, so he so, does the tap. So the tap means he wants to yeah, do something. Yeah, so if he does the tap hard, like this, yeah. that means no. If he does it gently, that means that, yeah, yeah. I want to do it. Okay, so he was like, and I was like, okay. So I got, and when I tell you, I, I, I could have cried. But when we was in the air, because we was upside down, spinning, and then going round like 360, <laughs> and it went around about four times, the the joy the laughter that he had the it, it literally fills you up with so much I, I just you just can't, it's a a feeling that you can't really explain because it's it's a different type of feeling you're happy of course yeah you're full of joy but it's it's like you, you just get this I don't know I just don't know how to explain it it's just amazing it's just an amazing feeling it comes from deep within yeah it really it's like does a, it's like a, a parent love yeah yeah but it's, it's yeah yeah it's hard to it's hard to just put it in words really but it was amazing because especially you know as soon as you went up that was it he, I've, I've never known him to like giggle so much yeah. or laugh because he, they don't know what adrenaline is do you mm-hmm. know what I mean he doesn't he doesn't know okay one minute this is stuff can go wrong right now and I'm sitting there like okay stuff can go wrong right now but he's just like living life and I think that's the best because they're living life 
You and know, you hit living, the nail on the head there. Yeah. It's about living life, yeah. isn't it? And it is and about living life. And it's it's being especially especially when you're caring and you're and you're doing more personal things for them, you know, with like personal care and, and so on. You you want to treat them the way that you would want to be treated or, or or how your loved one, how you would want your loved ones to be treated. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's what it's about, is just treating everyone as equal, but obviously they're individuals and personalise their care to them. Um, you see, this is so much about your caring side because the majority of this conversation is about yeah. the people you support. Nothing to do with me. Not really about you. And that's the great attribute. That's a lovely mm. thing to show. That's, it shows that you're passionate about your job. Mm-hmm. So where does, the, where does the future hold for you? What do you, where would you? Have you got any defined plans on what you'd like to do? What you'd well, like I don't to, know because even when I first started in care, and I was a, a support worker and well, I was a carer and um, I loved every second of it. And then I went to senior support, uh, senior carer and it was like, okay, it's more paperwork now. And I missed that one-to-one interaction because you do, you do get to a point where the further you go up, the less, the less interaction you have with them, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, as a, as a manager or so on, you're in an office, you're not spending that 12 hours or even, you're lucky even if you get an hour with them, one-to-one right. time, you know? But I always, that's always been my my passion and where I get my, um, my buzz from, is spending that quality time with them. So as much as I would love to go higher and higher and higher, it would take a, it, it, it wouldn't be as meaningful to me. Mm-hmm. Even though I know that obviously I will be trying to make sure that they get the best care and so on and whatever else, overseeing different people, but it's, that, that's just not me. Yeah. So to be honest, I'm happy mm-hmm. with how I am now. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind one day maybe a project manager, mm-hmm. but I don't think that anything more than that is, is me. Yeah. Because I, I, I need that, I still need that one-to-one interaction with them. Well, it's the fundamental reason why you yeah. do it in the first place, isn't it? Yeah. So oh. that's what you realise, the higher you go up, the more, I'm not saying this organisation or whatever, but previous places I've been, it's, they, more, they care more about the paperwork being done than the support that... Yeah, they lose sight of what's... Is, what's important. Yeah. And, okay, I understand that paperwork's important, but... You know, if if Mrs. A, you know, wants to go to the toilet, but I've got to get this paperwork done, I'm going to take Mrs. A to the toilet. If yeah. the paperwork can duck and wait till Tomorrow. God knows when. Do, yeah. do you know what I mean? And it's like, but people get lost in that mindset and they think that, okay, I need to get this paperwork done. It's, good. it's, it's not about paperwork. Mm-hmm. It's making sure that you can explain. I would explain that. I'm sorry, I was busy, had to look after blah, blah, you know. It's understandable, yeah. and it's, a, it's, it's, it's it's you know it's true. The higher you go up, the more it is just. That's something maybe they, they need to uh, organisations such as ourselves need to look at the, the paperwork side of it because there's a lot of paperwork, and maybe finding different ways to do that. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know what the solution is right now. That, but that could be a possibility, but then again, you know, a lot of paperwork that's in place, obviously, due to CQC, yeah, regulation. So you need to have this sort of paperwork yeah. in place, but. But yeah, I think with, but then again, with the staff, with the support workers, it's not a lot of paperwork. 
you mm-hmm. know they but then again like i said as you're getting higher you're losing the sight of the person you're just then focusing in on making yeah. sure everything so that's why i like to have like an hour now and then go on trips <laughs> I, I see how the organize how Devonshire Lodge has structured itself mm-hmm. on how you've made quite a few senior support workers, like little teams, if you like, yeah. um, and how that's gelled together. And they seem from the outside, because obviously I don't work at the site, yeah. but there seems to be a real sort of cohesive, good knit team there. Yeah. And that has been, you've, you guys have developed that to be that way. I think, yeah, 100%. I think that we got to, um, obviously you've got to, have have a to have a good team i feel like you need to have the good with the bad so like i'm the happy bubbly person that goes in and it's like monday morning everyone's like oh my god holly like do you know what i mean you're so loud and i'm like just get over it like it's monday hello everyone Wake and up. then yeah and that, that boosts them a little bit yeah. and then pav on the other hand yeah <laughs> Bit more firmer. It's, it's a bit more of the strict one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but we have a good balance and yeah. we treat everybody it's it's lovely because it's like a big family mm-hmm. and that's that's what the best thing is to have in a workplace is not just treat them as in employees, you're treating them as a group, as a family, you yeah. know? And I think that is and like I said, you know, I'm the I'm the bubbly one and bubbly one. you've got the strict one. It's so. lovely to see how you guys have what you've done there and you're continuing to do it mm-hmm. and, and I love seeing all the photos that you send the difficult for me the, the hard part for me picking is picking yeah. you know and I try and I've tried to put as many photographs in the magazine I, I as possible yeah because <laughs> I did see this one you guys yeah. have put so many in there and they're so good I know you know you just and everyone I've, I've seen that even the people we support want to see their faces in the yeah. magazine yeah. yeah they want to be part of it yeah and everyone wants to contribute so it's difficult not to, to add them in no of course you know and yeah. even the writing element there's quite a lot of writing in this particular month but that's because everyone put the effort in to do it and if you ignore that then it sort of says well you know you, you know you don't really care but we do yeah you know so we appreciate everything you guys do especially devonshire is always and we we appreciate you know head office support especially you know thanks to michelle as well yeah <laughs> but always you know for every little thing that we need not everything, just in case everyone starts getting on the emails. Yeah. Can I have a Ferrari, please? Because yeah. it would really benefit me. Yeah, <laughs> really benefit me to get to work and back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, thank, you. thank you very, very much for taking the time to come in today. I know mm, you're very welcome. It's, it's lovely to hear your perspective on it and why you do it. And hopefully, it will infuse other people to join. Yeah, because that's hopefully, really what yeah. we want. We want people to hear what it's like being it's a not just worker. a job it's fun guys yeah. okay you can yeah. have fun <laughs> come and join it'd be excellent yeah. <laughs> holly thanks very much you're very welcome thank you